highways to driveways. You are now listening to Leaders Latest with Arlo and Trinity. Welcome to Leaders Latest. We're your hosts, Arlo Javier. And Trinity Marshall. Trinity, this is our first ever episode of Leaders Latest. How do you feel? I'm so excited. What about you? I am excited as well. This is going to be a new journey for us. And uh, hopefully it does well and we succeed. We get a lot of uh, uh, listeners here. And hopefully you guys are, are tuned in because uh, we today are going to talk about electric vehicles. But before we do, let's uh, introduce ourselves. Trinity, you want to you start? Sure. Um, I'm Trinity and I'm the new corporate marketing assistant in HR at Leader Auto. And <laughs> I graduated from St. Mary's College in 2023. So just a few months ago. Oh, Smick. A um, few little fun facts about me. Don't know how to parallel park, and I work at an automotive company for the last two months. And I have a very passionate for art and creativity. What about you, Arlo? Want to talk about yourself? Sure. So I am the corporate marketing manager here at Leader Auto. Um, been in the industry for almost four years, about four years, actually. Um September 16th is my wow. anniversary date, which is uh, four days away. Um, have a passion. Twins. What's that? We're almost the same same day. Same, what do you mean? Same hire day. Oh, the 16th? 13th. Oh, you're the 13th. Close. Not September, though. No, but it's still the same number. Close okay, to, sorry. Oh, man, your favorite number. Sorry. My favorite number is 13. Um, that's another fact about me. <laughs> um, got a passion for cars, grew up around cars. Uh, my dad owned a Lancer Evo. Um, I remember it to be blue, but my dad says it was black. But um, And my dream car is an Audi R8. Wow. Why? Um, you already have an the Audi. Just look, the look of it. I do, I do drive an Audi, but it is not a Q8. Or, I'm sorry, it's not an R8. It's, it's a Q5. Q5. Jinx. Jinx, you owe me some. <laughs> um, it's a it's a Q five, uh, but I would like to get an R eight, hmm. just because of the look, oh, and the engine. Is it big enough for your daughter? Um, I do have a daughter. She is three months old. Not human. I should, by yes, the way, <laughs> not human. I should preface this. Um, it's a she's a an Australian Shepherd. Actually, I just did Fake a DNA news. test. <laughs> And she's an English, she's more English shepherd than Australian shepherd. Um, anyway, um, probably, probably wouldn't fit in the Audi R8. Really? Well, I wouldn't let her be in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So our first episode, um, we're talking about electric vehicles. Um, what do you know about electric vehicles? Well, I know they are battery powered and that they don't run on gas. Oh, <laughs> I wonder who told you that. Uh, sounds like uh, something you would say. <laughs> yeah, it does. You're stealing my facts. <laughs> what do you know about electric cars? Well, you just stole my only fact. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's what everyone knows about electric cars. But So we're here to learn. We are here to learn. Um, do you have any stories about uh, any experiences with electric cars? Um, I only have a secondhand experience of rear-ending 
an electric car once. You rear-ended an electric car. Yeah, it was just so quiet. I couldn't even hear it How f- and apparently see it in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was this? Um, Probably about like three years. Three years. What kind of what kind of uh, electric car? Um, a Tesla. You know, the one that I want. Oh, you want a Tesla? Of is course. That, um, is that your favorite favorite electric car? Yeah, it has a Tesla cam. It has a huge screen, which would probably distract me even more, but it, would, it could drive... It- drive me so i have been in a tesla before and that screen is amazing um i unfortunately don't own an electric car but if i were to purchase a car it'd probably be a bmw i4 Mm. yeah i was uh i was actually invited to a bmw ride and drive ride and drive event up in milwaukee um not too long ago a couple months ago how was Um, that Got to drive a bunch of uh, electric cars like the iX, i4, i7, but also um, did some autocross with uh, the 3 Series, um, drove an X5. What's what's autocross? Autocross is basically going around a track following other other cars. Okay. Enlighten the viewers. Yes. For Um, those that may not know. For those that may not know, I I honestly don't. I don't, I still don't know what it is. So I hope I, I defined that correctly. <laughs> um, but I also did drive a, a Porsche Taycan. Uh, we do have a Porsche store down south in Peoria, Illinois. Um, and I, I was I was lucky enough to drive that. And it was really fun to drive. Um, and also a, a Tesla Model S Plaid. Did that have one a of the fastest. big screen? It did have a big screen. Oh. Like a normal normal Tesla. I think all Teslas have the same size screen. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, uh, I think uh, once you work up to your to your dream of owning a Tesla, you'll you'll be yeah. very. I guess so. I mean, it's it's a dream. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get back to to electric vehicles. First, we're gonna react to car and drivers best electric cars ranking to see they where they rank favorite electric cars they ranked electric cars i guess car and driver does do a lot of stuff like that have you ever been to the car and driver website yeah when i looked at these rankings <laughs> that's right <laughs> what a stupid question <laughs> gotcha <laughs> all right go ahead with the first how how many are there there's 8 only eight. It's not like a top ten, top five type of thing. Hey, I didn't make the list. I'm just reading it. Okay. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Go ahead. Number one. Number one. Guess what this rating is, though? Ten out of ten. So it must be really good. A ten out of ten. Yeah. I'm a ten out of ten. <laughs> you are a ten out of ten. <laughs> At number one, 2024 Hyundai Ionic 6. My oh. favorite electric car i thought your the tesla was your favorite electric car that's not my favorite i want a tesla in my dreams oh so you want a tesla but your favorite is not a tesla uh, well i just don't think the tesla is very attainable for me so i think the hyundai ionic 6 is more of an attainable goal okay ionic 6 looks like a porsche see Uh, i think it looks way better than the ionic 5 um i like the tires like the tires. Yeah. All right. Second. This one's also a 10 out of 10. So I guess it's a tie, but. I'm a 10 out of 10. Oh, we both are, I guess. 
We make 20 out of 20 on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Uh, 2024 BMW i4. Your oh, favorite. Oh, that's mine. That was... Wow. It's like they yeah. read our minds. That's crazy. Did we make this list? I wish, <laughs> but um, no, we didn't. But uh, the i4 is, is a stunning vehicle to drive. Handling is great. Guess what its driving range is? Three... I'm going to say 400. Four... Let's go 410. 410? Final answer? Final answer, 410. And 307. 307. That is actually pretty terrible. Oh, it said that it's worth celebrating too. Is it? Apparently. Well, I guess it is. A, I mean, if you're driving it like a, a car, a fast car, a all electric, car, 307 isn't isn't that bad. Give it, give it a chance. I actually didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, 2024 Tesla Model Three. Another favorite. A Model Three. I'm surprised. We haven't seen, uh, like, maybe an X or a Y. <laughs> Z, Q, T? <laughs> Renaming the alphabet No, no the, the Model X and Y. Um, right. The the S. Uh, that's interesting that the Model 3 is uh, is number three. Well, it's on only this list. an 8.5 out of 10. I guess that makes sense. Three Model 3 for number three on the list. Aha, uh-huh, good one. Number four, 2024 Polestar 2. A Polestar. Did you know Polestar? I um, actually didn't even know that was a car brand. Polestar is owned by Volvo. Mm, so really? it's a, it's a Volvo. It's a Volvo. Are you sure about that? Yes, I am. <laughs> I know my cars. Do you want to look it up? No. Well, trust me. It's a, it's Polestar is owned by Volvo. It's their EV. Um, oh, EV uh, hatchback. The Polestar 2 is? Mm-hmm. I've actually never seen that. It's pretty cute. It's apparently a tempting alternative to a Tesla. Really? That's a tongue twister. I mean, I've seen Polestars before. I just I wouldn't recognize a Polestar 2 if you showed it to me. Mm. Well, their range is actually through 20, so I don't know why it's ranked. So it's only an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Well, number 5 is also an 8 out of 10. 2023 Chevy Bolt EV. A Chevy Bolt EV made the top five. Yeah, it's pretty. That's a tiny car. It's a very small car. I'm surprised. They call it it stubby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised it even made the list, to be honest. Maybe in terms of driving and range. Price. But man, that that car is not the best looking. It's giving smart car. Yes, it looks like a smart car. Like clowns are going to come out of it. (laughs) Several clowns. Maybe some hamsters. Uh, that's the key of soul. <laughs> <laughs> well, now 6.5 out of 10. Eh, pretty bad for number six. 2024 Nissan Leaf. Nissan Leaf. Jeez. I've heard of the Nissan Leaf, but I don't think I would know what it looks like. It has some cool tires, but only a little bit bigger than the Chevy Bolt, but still pretty, pretty small. I don't, I'm not a big fan of small cars. Yeah. Range I, is only 150 to 215 miles. 150 for the Nissan Leaf. Mm-hmm. How much does that go for? But it's the most, affo- one of the most affordable EVs you can buy. 24, oh, not 24, 29,000. 29,000, starting at 29,000. Yeah, starting at 29,000. So not bad if you're really dying to, you know, save the environment and get an electric car. I guess. I, I mean, it wouldn't work for... Uh, cross-country trips but if you live in 
the city, the city or yeah. somewhere close by, 150 miles, 200 miles, that'll get you places. Not bad, not bad. Number seven, six out of ten. Oh, 2024 Mini Cooper Electric. What is up with all these small vehicles? A Mini Cooper, huh? Oh, even worse range, 114 and more expensive. 114 miles of range. Yeah, how did this even make the list? Well, I guess. Uh, I'll be honest, I don't know how half these <laughs> made the list. Apparently, it's just because it's environmentally friendly, but aren't these all? I haven't seen a. Are these just cars or are these. Does this include SUVs as well? Um. I haven't seen like uh, any SUVs here. Like there, a, no, there's been. Or no. The Polestar kind of looks like an SUV. I'm pretty sure it's a sedan. Oh, uh, I guess they're all sedans. Okay. Interesting. Right. Go now ahead. Now for eight and final one, a six out of 10, a 2023 Toyota Mira. Did I say that? Toyota Mira. How do you spell it? M-I-R-A-I. I didn't know that was a uh, thing. I've heard of the Toyotas. <laughs> I, I've heard of the Toyota Crown, but should we I've go never look downstairs at our Toyota showroom I, and see if we have one? I don't know if we have one. I'll be honest; I've never even heard that. Maybe it's an international international car. Um, no, it's a Toyota. No, I know, but it's sold internationally, mm. not not in the U.S. Because I've never heard of that car. It's wearing. This is what the. Oh, this range is actually really good. Hold on. Starting at $50,000. $50,000. Yeah. But range is 357 to 402 miles. And wait, let's read the description they give about That's it. actually a pretty good range. Um, oh, it's an electric car that runs off hydrogen. Hmm. It's a niche car within a niche segment. That's probably why we've never heard of it. Yeah. Is it oh. sold in the U.S.? Well, then and that's probably that also much. why it's $50,000. I know the Toyota Crown isn't that much, and that's an all-electric all um, Toyota. It produces 182 horsepower and can motor for more than 400 miles needing before needing a refill of hydrogen. So how do you refill hydrogen? <laughs> I guess we have to do more research on that. It's not <laughs> as quick as EV rivals that use charging stations to fill their batteries, but the Mira at least offers a refined ride and lively handling. You know what? I have heard of uh, hydrogen-powered electric cars. Oh, hold on. More information. Go ahead. Right now, the only state of California has reasonable infrastructure of hydrogen fueling stations. So that's probably why we don't hear about it. You don't hear about it? It's probably not even sold in the U.S. because well, California. Is it sold in California, though? If that's the only infrastructure, it wouldn't. that wouldn't make sense for Toyota to... Release a car in this in this market. Uh, they have a fifteen thousand dollar fuel credit. Isn't that nice? If you purchase one. Yep. This um, sounds very niche, like you said. Um, I don't think anyone would buy a Toyota Mira, Mira, whatever you said. Apparently, um, Hyundai also has some kind of hydrogen fueled car. Yes. And what's that? It's the, oh, the hydro. Oh my gosh, the Are Toyota, you okay there? <laughs> the Toyota Mira, and the hydro, not the hydrogen, the Hyundai Nexo, are the only two hydrogen fueled cell electric cars on sale in the U.S. at the moment. In the U.S. Yes. How come I've never heard of these? 
Well, this Hyundai is a 2024. So instead of needing to be plugged in like the battery EVs, they call it BEVs. This is an FCEV and it used compressed hydrogen to create power in a fuel cell stack. The stack in turn powers a small battery, much smaller than the BEV pack that the other EVs have. Hmm. Oh, it only takes around five minutes. And how do you recharge? Is it just air? You just put nitrogen in a tank? I feel like I've heard of this before. I don't know where, but I, I, I definitely have. Yeah. Oh, so they're only sold in California. Okay. And California has 63 hydrogen fueling stations. Mostly in LA and San Francisco. I, I, I think hydrogen tanks just... Uh, that's a little scary to drive around with. I, yeah. I mean, I guess fuel is also scary, should be scary to drive around with, but I, I guess... We're so used to that now. We're so used to it, yeah. They said that this these cars are probably too inconvenient for most people, which... Uh, yeah. I mean, there's only how many how many charging stations? 63. 50? 63. And, and they're only also in pretty expensive cars. And I'm sure only in LA or one of these bigger, bigger cities in San Diego... Yeah. In California, so. This is a good segue. Um, <laughs> Trinity, did you know we have a huge selection of electric vehicles, including the number one on that list, the Hyundai Ioniq 6? Yes, actually. You can check it out at leaderauto.com. We have an EV section, and you can see our huge selection of electric vehicles where I'll be checking out the Hyundai Ioniq 6 to see if I can buy it. And this message is sponsored by Leader Automotive Group. All right. Uh, let's get back to the topic at hand. Any any other things about electric vehicles, Trinity? Yes. I have some more news. Credit cards are now giving rewards for EV charging. Rewards as in how? Rewards, as in when you go and use your Bank of America card to charge your electric vehicle, you can get cash back, just like you would at a gas station with your gas-powered car. So, oh, so you're getting cash back instead of fuel, you get cash back for charging your vehicle. Yes. Yes, so now people who have electric cars can still get the same rewards that they would get with their gas fuel cars, so it's an even bigger incentive to buy an EV. But I'm sure it's only on certain cards, right? It's actually not. A lot of credit cards are starting to do this so that their customers can get rewards for their EVs, feel good about themselves. Okay. I need to look into that, even though I don't have an <laughs> yeah. EV. Um, well, <laughs> I'm sure one of the cards that I have. for uh, you to get an EV. That is, is that? an incentive. <laughs> I mean, I already get, I already get rewards for gas, but hmm. I'm sure it's definitely cheaper to to gas up or or charge up a, an EV than than a gas powered car. So and you get to save the environment. I do get to save the environment. That's another thing. Save the turtles. Or another thing about charging stations. I mean, we've all heard of all the the horror stories people not being able to find charging stations or charging stations being closed. 
uh, unavailable, not working. Um, I saw this video on TikTok, actually. And it's this guy. I guess we'll play it. Don't be like this guy and ruin supercharging for other people. This is a V2 supercharger and you can tell because the cable is pretty thick. These chargers can peak at 150 kilowatts. But if you look at this stall, it says 1A and this stall right here says 1B. Both of these stalls share power if two cars are connected, so it will drop down to around 72 kilowatts. So the best practice is to treat superchargers like urinals, which if you don't know, you kind of want to leave one spot in between each one. But with superchargers, it'll actually help give more power to the cars. If you're a new owner and you're still confused, go on your charging screen and tap on supercharging tips and it will give you even more information. So so he explained um, that when you're charging your Tesla at a supercharging Tesla supercharging station, you want to leave space in between so you're not sharing power with the with the car next to you. Um, um, and I like that analogy. Um, oh, really? The, the urinal analogy <laughs> because it's it's absolutely true. Um, I guess people probably wouldn't think about that with cars because why would it be embarrassing to park next to someone <laughs> uh, yeah i mean but it's also embarrassing if you're parked next to someone for hours on end charging <laughs> or i i shouldn't say hours but um and then you're kind of just on your phone or watching or sleeping I, I i'd like to be as far away as from from another car as possible do you sit in your car while it's charging i assume you would i, I, I mean i wouldn't leave it Unless I've I've got errands to run, but I wouldn't yeah, leave it. Isn't that what people do? They plug it in while they go grocery shopping. Yeah, but if you're like a I don't know at a gas station with an uh, with a supercharger, right. like you you really have nothing to do, especially if you're going on like a a road trip or whatever. But going back to these horror stories, um, a lot of failed charging sessions. The Boston Globe has done a lot of research. Um, and has come to a conclusion that uh, 19% of Boston EV owners has reported a failed charging session. That's and a lot. That's what do you mean by failed charging session? So whether the the charger was unavailable or failed, there was an outage, a power outage, mm. the charger failed, um, it just wasn't working. Uh, 20% of EV owners have had trouble. That's one-fifth of the population of EV owners in in boston and that's not that's not even the worst 21 percent of new york ev owners reported a failed charging session wow 21 percent of the population that owns evs but when you think about it a lot of people in new york don't even eat don't need cars don't even own cars yeah that's right but 21 percent of ev owners can't charge their cars outside of their home sucks for them (laughs) sucks for them (laughs) <laughs> you know what doesn't suck what ev investment ev investment yeah a bunch of car manufacturers are having big goals of investing in a full ev lineup i think jaguar uh, it's 2025 right yeah they're the most ambitious the rest are i mean i guess there's not a lot of uh not a lot of jaguars in the lineup no, but that's still that's a risky investment. I mean, I assume all the other manufacturers are twenty thirty or above. Yeah, twenty thirty to twenty thirty five around that range. Okay, but what this <laughs> means 
it doesn't just mean they're going to have a full electric car lineup. They're also going to make new batteries and build new factories for this new lineup. Of I EVs. mean, they are investing a lot of money into, into EVs. Yeah, I heard Jaguar is investing $5 billion. I don't know. $5 billion. I have no idea what you're talking about. Austin Power, my Austin Powers impression. The villain I'm Austin only Powers. 22. <sighs> well, uh, the Gen Zers, guys. I can't, I can't deal with that. You are a Gen Z. I am a millennial. He's not. Trinity, I am an alumnum. I am a millennial. Okay. Um, you know what does, uh, going back to these charging stations. How many things are we going to go back to? <laughs> Let's go back to you the know, future at this rate. The infrastructure, I think, is getting a pretty big investment, right? Yeah. Like $5 billion I read somewhere. I literally just said that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you not remember the whole like billion rant on you went about Austin oh, Powers and billion. <laughs> I I didn't re I didn't realize because I was too busy to do that doing that. Um, I quit. And I read General Motors is also partnering um, with EVgo, which is an EV charging network, to build more um, charging stations by 2025. Correct. Which will help uh, the infrastructure and hopefully get more cars on the road and get more cars charged on the road um, if they're not charging at home. That would be great. Yeah. But who knows? Well, it's only two years they have. 2025 is is coming up. It's really a year and and four months. Sure. Five months, four months. Yeah. well, that concludes our episode um, of electric vehicles. I guess I have one last question for you, Trinity. What is that? We all know EVs are the future, but how long do you think our society will take to adapt? I think to it's going to take a long time. Fully electric. Long time. I I mean, I do too. I don't think everyone's buying into all EVs. Um even if we do get a full lineup of, of electric vehicles from all these manufacturers, I think uh, there are going to be people who prefer gas-powered vehicles, which is, I mean, that's that's their preference. And yep. they'll own gas-powered vehicles. So I, I think it'll take uh, a very long time for, for people to adjust and adapt. I think it's going to take at least till... I'm not... What's, what's a bet? We don't condone betting in this. What? We're just making guesses. Okay, let's let's make a bet. What are, what are we betting for? We're not betting. We're just betting on the electric vehicle world. Okay. I think it's gonna be until five it? billion dollars. We're betting for five billion dollars. Twenty twenty three is right now. I don't think we'll fully adapt to EVs until like twenty fifty. 2050 that's a long time i'm gonna say i'm gonna undercut you and say 2048 okay i guess I'll price is right i'll see you in 2048 <laughs> um we'll get back to you yes well like i said that concludes our episode about electric vehicles um thank you everybody for listening to our first episode of Ooh. leaders latest please like and subscribe i'm arlo javier and Trinity Marshall. 
and we are rolling out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leaders Latest with Arlo and Trinity. Please make sure to like and comment on your favorite podcast platform, as well as subscribe so you never miss an episode.